Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord, saints. Again, I say praise the Lord. Blessings to you all. May the Lord our God bless you and keep you and let his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. I am blessing, praying the blessings of the Lord be upon you today. Uh, we know that the world is a, a difficult, cynical, brutal sometimes place to live in. But I believe in the presence of the Lord. I believe that the presence of the Lord can bring comfort in the middle of tragedy. Can set crooked places straight. Can mend the brokenhearted and can bind up wounds of people who are suffering. And so if you are ill at ease today, or if there is some kind of concern in your life, I'm praying that the presence of the Lord bless your heart today. I'm praying that it cleanses your heart of all worry and concern. I'm praying that the near presence of the Lord be upon you today. I'm not only gonna pray for it being upon you, but being on everything that you're around. I want the presence of the Lord to be with you so hard that if you are waiting at the bus stop, people be filled the presence of the Lord with you. Like, I, I just want it to be that tough in your, I want it to be that, that strong in your life, that the presence of the Lord meets you where you are, in your classrooms, at your workplaces, if you're working remotely at your, in your home office. I want it to meet you where you are. As you're cleaning your car, as you're doing everyday things, I want the Lord's presence to guide you. I want it to be with you. I want him to be all around you. Everything that concerns you, I want the presence of the Lord in. Hallelujah, glory to God. I want to read a scripture to you before I dive into the word. I would, last week we were talking about this idea of purpose and our purpose and how we can live in our purpose. And this week I kind of wanted to talk about moving in purpose. And the, the, the scripture that came to my mind as I was thinking about this in the week was from Genesis chapter 12. And I believe it's verse 1, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. I'm going to read just a, four verses here. Um, now the Lord had said unto Abram, he's not called Abraham yet, he's called Abram. So the Lord said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from, the fa from thy father's house, unto a land that I will, will show you, show thee. I'm going to show you something in a lecture. But right now, Abram, I want you to get up and move. I'm not, I haven't, Abram still doesn't know where he's supposed to be. Has no idea where the land is he's supposed to go to, but the Lord has says to him, get up and move. Yes. Go. Yes, yes. You know what a thing I realized about people with purpose? And one thing I sometimes mistake about people with purpose is that they've got it all planned out. I assume people with purpose know the entire plan. Not only do they know where they're going, they know how they're going to get there. People with purpose don't have to know anything about how they're getting to where they're going. They just have to know that they've got to go. And as soon as that realization comes into the mind that I've got to go somewhere, people of purpose walk as if they know exactly where they're going, even though they have no idea. The wonder about Abraham isn't the fact that he was so clever, smart, beautiful, good-looking, strong, none of those things. The thing that separates Abraham from everybody else in the scripture isn't anything other than he, as soon as he realized what God wanted him to do, he started moving. 
He didn't know where he was supposed to go. He didn't have a map. He didn't have the details. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who wants to start a business, and they always tell you, I'm gonna start a business. Oh, great, what do you wanna do? I don't know, it could be writing a book, right? And you know that the only thing they have to do is start writing the first sentence. Just write the first sentence to give, you don't have to know how it ends to start the book. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying here? Sometimes I think we think we have to have all of the plans, know all the things that God has given for us and where we're going in God in order to think that we have purpose. No, purpose comes before the plan, not after the plan. <laughs> in fact, sometimes you don't even know the plan until you hit the destination. Oh, that's what the Lord intended for me to do. <laughs> your purpose is going to come to you long before the plan for your purpose ever gets in contact with you. Don't worry about plans. That doesn't mean you don't have purpose. <laughs> you've got to sometimes just get up. Like the first thing you've got to realize when you've got purpose is I'm just going to get up. I'm going to get moving. What the Lord knew about Abraham is that he can't fulfill my purpose if he stays in his father's house. Like if he stays where he is, he's not going to fulfill his purpose in me. So I've got to get first, I've got to get when I want purpose in you, is movement. That's the only thing I want to see with you, is movement. You don't have to tell me where that movement is going. <laughs> just move. Just get up, start writing that first paragraph. Just, just give me a paragraph to look at. You're starting opening a new business and you're wanting to bake something, let me sample the cookies, please. Let me sample something. You're doing something, I know you've got it in you, but you've got to start baking if you're going to open that cookie store sometime. Just start. Doesn't matter how bad the first time is, we come to find out when Abraham starts moving, he starts making all kinds of mistakes. He's like the worst at following God's plan. But what he does have on his side is he's moving. You told me to move, I'm moving. You don't have to be here without mistakes. Forget the mistakes, I'm going to make the mistakes, but I'm going to keep on moving after I've made the last one. I know if you've ever had somebody tell you they're going to have a business and they never get started, didn't have the true purpose. They had the idea and ideas are great. In fact, what you do realize when you go to Genesis 12, if you look at the end of Genesis 11, <laughs> when you look at the end of Genesis 11, we're talking about Abraham's father. Abraham's father was literally on, to, on his way to the same place that Abraham is going to be looking for. <laughs> I'm like, his father was on his way there and he stopped and, and didn't keep moving in the land of Ur. The scripture tells us that he moved into the land of Ur, right? He was, as soon as he stopped, we stopped talking about his father and we start talking about Abraham. I want purpose to be fulfilled, not in your kids to come. I want it to be fulfilled in you which means you've got to start moving yourself. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be next year. It can be right, I'm gonna start moving right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Purpose is about movement. If you wanna see somebody's life with purpose in it, they're just, try, they're just gonna make it work. They're gonna to put together this business with, with tape and string if they need to, but I'm gonna get moving forward. <laughs> I'm going to set up that website, it's going to look fancy, if nothing else. I'm going to have a business card, it's going to look like I've got something going on because I'm moving. 
Get moving in your purpose. Glory to God. You know what the Lord did? Whenever the Lord, you see the Lord show up in scripture, one thing always happens. First of all, he gives you a word. And that's the kind of moment with which you are moving in. That idea, that thought, that concept that you've been toying with in your head that you can't let go, that's been in you for a long time now. And it's for you to start moving with purpose. Amen? Let's keep reading. I didn't even get very far, did I? Genesis chapter 12. I've lost where it is. Could somebody help me? Now the Lord. Yes. Said unto Abram, yep. get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred. Yes. From thy all right. I want you to get away from all the people who are your family, your kindred, and your people. Why? Why, does he, why is this important? For him to separate himself from the people who are there right now. Why? Why is that important? Why is the Lord saying, not only do I have to do movement, but I've got to get you away from what you've got used to? Because what he got used to wasn't doing the will of the Lord. That was the place of comfort. That was the place where I could do what I was just doing yesterday. I could do just what I was doing last week. I could do what I was doing last year. What the Lord is trying to do is create a new environment for Abraham in which his will gets done first. If Abraham stays with his father, he's going to do what his father did. The Lord needs Abraham to do something different. Now I want to tell you something about some of the situations we find ourselves in and staying in isn't because we don't have the talent or we don't have the ability or the strength, but the truth is sometimes we stick around with situations that are holding us back. We sit in the situations and the situation doesn't give, lend itself to a new habit, a new way of thinking, a new mindset, and we are forced to live in the old way the whole time. <laughs> Abraham needs to be separated from his father and his kindred because he needed a new way of thinking. And sometimes when you do new things, you've got to have new environments and new places and new people to inspire you. He's pulling him out of where he is. He's got to move with purpose. He can't sit with purpose. You've got to move with purpose. That makes sense? Verse, keep reading, sir. Verse 2, what did he say? And I will make of thee a great nation. Now here's the vision part of the purpose. Attached, now that I've given you a purpose, I need to give you a vision because you have to understand that there's something greater than just you going on here. Right? Our purpose is going to be fueled by something bigger than ourselves. And he's saying to Abraham, what? And I will make thee of a great nation. I'm going to make something out of you that you can't possibly conceive today. Again, he doesn't explain the details of this plan. There's no details here. It's just vision, it's just ideas, it's just future. But I need you today, only thing I need you to do today, don't need you to make a plan, I don't need a PowerPoint, I don't need, you know, I don't need a business plan, I don't need you to submit something to the bank. All I need you to do today is move. <laughs> He's already showed him what the vision is. Now he's saying, all I got to have you to do today is move. Move. <laughs> it starts with just the smallest action. And we want the kind of first action to be the big action. You want to figure out the whole plot to the book you've been working on right now, otherwise you're not going to do the job. And I'm saying, just write, just write two pages. You write, write one page. Let's put a foot in the door first. 
And the Lord is telling Abraham, I'm going to do something great for you, but the first thing I need you to do is move. Amen. Let's keep going. And I will make thee a great nation. Yep. And I will bless thee. And I will make thy name great. It is, the Lord is telling Abraham all the things he's going to do to him. I'm going to bless you, Abraham. And I'm going to bless you, Abraham. That's all wonderful things. Let's keep going here. And I'll make thy name great. Yes. And thou shalt be a blessing. Ah, that's the part I wanted to get to when it comes to true purpose in Christ. It's never just about you. It starts with blessing Abraham, and that's a wonderful thing. But what the promise Abraham gets here is that not only will I bless you, but that blessing isn't going to just sit with you. It's going to be moving on to other people. This is the difference between purpose in Christ and purpose in yourself. I'm not even talking about the purpose in yourself today. I'm talking about the purpose in Christ Jesus. Like the purpose in you, the very purpose in you is going to help others. <laughs> the purpose in Christ in you is going to help others. It's not going to be just for you. The nature of the world tells you sometimes that you need to always do about you, but the blessings that the Lord is putting in Abraham, the blessing that the Lord is putting in you, is going to be actually beneficial for somebody else. Here's the thing about the blessing he's telling Abraham about. He says, I'm going to send a blessing to you. You're not even going to see the end of the blessing. <laughs> It's going to be on, the blessing is going to be beyond your lifetime. <laughs> the blessing isn't going to really pick up steam until after you're long and dead. That's what I love about this kind of blessing from the Lord. It's not even about me. When your purpose is met, it becomes about everybody else getting some of the blessing that you've got. Thank you, Jesus. There is no fun in eating a birthday cake all by yourself. There is no fun. That cannot be what you've got a birthday cake for. You've got a birthday cake so everybody gets a piece. That's what, that's what the nature of the blessing is. Everybody's smiling just like you because you've got your slice, but everybody gets to enjoy your birthday. The thing that Abraham is being told here is that I'm going to bless you so hard that everybody after you is going to be blessed just like you. That's a blessing. It's a one blessing to get where your house feels good, another blessing where everybody on your street feels great. Everybody in your town feels great. <laughs> and Abraham is even, he's even telling Abraham, yes, I'm blessing everybody around you, but I'm going to bless everybody who's to come after you. Let's keep reading. I haven't even got to myself. Yes. And make thy name great. I'm going to make your name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And you're going to be yourself a blessing for other people. And Let's keep going. Verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee. And I will. Wow, look at this. Here he's saying to Abraham, other people are going to have a chance to be blessed because they bless you. Like they're going to get some blessing because they bless you. Oof. This is like, this is so beautiful to me. I love, that's why I love the word of God so much. But he says to him, literally, people are going to try to attach themselves to you both for positive things and for negative things. For the negative things, people who try to do the negative, they're going to receive the negative right back at them. The thing they mean for ill intent is going to be ill intent to them. When they curse you, that's going to be a curse for them. But when they bless you, I'm going to bless them. <laughs> 
This is a wonderful thing. I, I don't know if you, you're getting this. He says, if read that again for me. Verse 3, and I will bless them that bless thee. Yes. And curse him that curses thee. What did he say at the end of there? And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Everybody in the earth, after this moment, is gonna be, are going to be blessed because of what I'm doing in you. So Abraham, the Lord has shown up in Abraham's life, given him a word. Right now, we are, the, the, everything hangs in the balance between verse 3 and verse 4. Why? Because Abraham doesn't have to do anything. And this is the part of purpose that I want you to take in on. If you take nothing else from today, I want you to take this. That if, if Abraham had decided to stay in his house, in the security and safety of where his father was, all those blessings that he heard would never have happened for him. Your purpose is dependent upon whether you move or not. So what does verse 4 say? So Abraham departed. That's it. That's the whole thing. Abraham got up. As soon as he heard that, he said, I'm out. I'm, I'm done here. Let me get my little party together and we are going. That's what purpose does. It moves you. It compels you. It requires of you to get up and do. That's what I love about it. When somebody asks me and says, oh, I'm, I'm a bit listless, it's because you don't have purpose yet. I'm not sure what to do because you haven't figured out what your purpose is. And one of the things I'll say about this, I already mentioned it, but when the Lord shows up in the scripture, he shows up with his voice, with his word, with his action, with his direction to you. And so if you're struggling with purpose in Christ, I'm encouraging you to, to get the presence of the Lord in your life. Pray, read scripture. Why do I say that? Because where the presence of the Lord is, his word and his liberty is going to show up too. You're missing purpose, that means we're missing his presence. He's not going to show up without giving you a word. Yeah? Let's invite him in, closer, listen. Be in dialogue, in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Read verse 4 again, please. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. Yep. And Lot went with him. Yep. And Abram with 70 and five, was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. Abram was already 75 years old. 75 is still 75. That is not a young age. Even in biblical terms, that's still up there. I'm, I'm here to tell you there's no hurry for your purpose. No hurry. It's going to come when it's going to come. But I'm asking you to recognize it. And then when you recognize it, you move. <laughs> I'm not asking you to wait till you're 75 just to be very clear. In fact, I've got another scripture for that in a second. I'm not asking you to wait for 75 for your purpose. But I'm, ask, I'm here to tell you there's no age limit on your purpose. Because the blessing that is about to come upon Abraham isn't actually all the way just for Abraham. It's for his kids. It's for his great-grandkids. It's for the whole planet Earth, the blessings that are about to come. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But it requires just one thing from Abraham now. Move. What is your purpose asking you to do right now? Maybe it's just to go to the bank and ask for that business loan. I don't, I don't know why I'm using business for now, but, but, but that's the analogy I'm using for today. 
It may be just to go ask that friend for that one thing you've been asked, wanting to ask them for. Whatever your purpose is, you're going to have to move. You're going to have to be active. Being in where you are isn't where your purpose is. Your purpose should be moving you forward. Amen? Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 1. And um, if we could, yeah, Jeremiah chapter 1, I believe it is. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody, somebody finds it, just read verse 1 just to make sure I've got the right verse. Jeremiah chapter 1. The words of Jeremiah. Yes. The son of Hilkiah. Yeah. Of the priests were of Antioch in the land of Benjamin. Yes. To whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the 13th year of his reign. Yes. It came also in the days of Jotham, that the son of Josiah, king of Judah, yep. until the end of the eleventh year of Zebedkah, and son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem, okay. captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord that's, came to me. That's what I was looking for. Yep. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, saying yes. before I formed ah, thee here we go. in the belly, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. I knew thee. So Abraham's called it exactly 75 years old. 75 years old, he's, the Lord comes to him and tells him, go move, do, go to a place that, not that I know of, but a place I will show you. Doesn't give him the whole plan. Doesn't tell him the direction, tells him to just get up and move. On the contra side now, we hear Jeremiah now as an adult prophet and the Lord speaking to Jeremiah. And read that verse again that I just stopped there. Verse 5, before yeah. I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. I knew you, talking about purpose, I knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. Before you were there, I knew you. Not that he knew you were coming. Not that he knew you would be there at that time. But he knew who Jeremiah was. <laughs> your purpose has been ordained before you got here. Your purpose has been known to God before you ever got here. <laughs> it's not just for the 75-year-olds. It's for you right now. <laughs> the thing that is being revealed to, to Jeremiah is a thing that he's looking back to in the past. Jeremiah has been received the word of the Lord. And he's concerned about the authority he has to say anything to anybody. And he's worried about, basically, whether he can say the things the Lord's about to tell him. And so the Lord is trying to tell him, I made you and knew who you were long before you were ever even conceived. You're wondering and doubting in yourself about whether you can fulfill the purpose God has for you. And God said, I knew who you were before you were here. You think you know you better than you, better than me, but you don't. The Lord's saying, I know you better than you. Why? Because I knew you longer than you knew you. <laughs> I have known you much longer than you have been even in existence. <laughs> Let's keep reading now. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. <laughs> this is an amazing thing. We, with prophets, they would get anointed to preach and anointed to speak and that's the process of sanctification where we are clearly and deliberately saying this person is a prophet and he said before I did that I already sanctified you 
You're worried about if you've got enough to do your purpose. And the Lord said, I know who you are. I know you have enough because I've known you longer than you've been in existence. I know who you are. I know where you've been. I know what you're doing. I know what your motivation is. I know what you can do and I know what you can't do. But I know you can do this because my purpose is in you. Let's keep reading. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. Yes. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Right. Then said I, oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. <laughs> so now here's the thing that always is the, the problem against purpose. We start to look at ourselves and our limitations. What is Jeremiah saying to the Lord? I'm, I'm just a child. I'm not a king. I'm not a, 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 a public servant. I'm not a president. I'm not. A, and you might say to yourself, ah, I'm, I'm, how am I going to write this book? I'm not even, I, I barely got through my, my English uh, class. I barely did these things. And the Lord is trying to tell you, you're trying to see yourself through your own eyes. And I've been looking at you before you were in your mother's wombs. <laughs> Stop looking at yourself like you were. And this thing is, at this point, Jeremiah is an adult, a man. And the thing he says to the Lord is, I'm a child. Like, factually, that is incorrect. <laughs> you are actually an adult. But how we see ourselves can sometimes destroy what our purpose is supposed to be. We've got to start seeing ourselves the way the Lord sees us. <laughs> You're a child of God. What's the song we sang the other day? On my best day, I'm a child of God. On my worst day, I'm a child of God. Every day is a good day. And what is the reason why? Yes. What is he saying to Jeremiah then? Verse, but the Lord said unto me. But the Lord said unto me, say not, I am a child. Don't say that about yourself. The reason why I can't have you saying this about yourself is because it's going to disrupt the purpose I have in you. If you start saying you can't do, that's exactly what you're going to bring to yourself. As soon as you start saying, I don't even think I can do that. And the Lord said, I've seen you from your mother's womb. I've seen you from before then. I know what you can do because I've seen it. And all the while you're countermanding and counter contradicting his command of who you are. <laughs> I don't know how, it sometimes happens to me uh, when, when I was talking to my father, but when I talk to my father, you know that kind of scene in the film um, when, he, when he'd make his voice deep and that scene in the film where everything goes like, he goes and everything, he made me feel like I was a child again. You know, like if I upset him or say something wrong, he would say, he would say my name in that bass voice. I'm six foot, I've been taller than him for years. My dad is not a, my, was not a tall man. I've been taught, I was just the, the aberration of the family. I got all the height. But if he said it in the wrong tone, I would be transformed in my own mind to a seven year old child, <laughs> right? I'd be a seven year old child, I'd be six foot four and seven at the same time. <laughs> what I think of myself, impacts what I think I can do. You understand what I mean? If we start to think we can't do these things, the purpose that we have will be unobtainable. And the Lord is saying, I'm with you. Let's keep reading there. But the, the Lord said unto me, verse seven, say not, I am a child, yeah. for thou shalt go to all 
that I shall send thee, yes. and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not the Lord is saying, don't, <laughs> the reason why I know you're going to be okay is because I'm going to tell you what to say. I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to speak to entire nations. You don't even have the qualifications, but because I put the words in your mouth, it's not going to matter. You're saying, man, I didn't even do that well. I'm in my English literature. Doesn't matter. I'm going to move forward. Amen? Let's keep going. Be not afraid, verse 8, of their faces. Don't look at... Yeah. This is why sometimes you have to get up out of the places you're at. Because you know if you've got a great idea, and I'll go to you so excitedly, hey, I've got this idea for a business. I think if we do this, this, and this, we can do it. And then you look at me like this, and I'm like, oh, never mind. Never mind. That look on your face destroyed that kind of, kind of momentum I had because I was looking for you for approval, for my purpose, the wrong way to do it. I'm not looking to you for approval for my purpose. God has given me my purpose. That's where I need my approval. So I'm not looking at your face to determine what I should do with my future. You could look crossways, sideways. It doesn't matter. I have purpose in Christ. That's what I'm about. Amen? Uh, they're going to look crazy because God didn't give them that purpose. The truth is, if, terror had, if Abraham's father did right, he would have been the one who would have gone on this way. And I imagine if Abraham, instead of verse 4 departing, had tried to confirm with his father what to do, his father would have said, no, nah, that don't sound right. Uh, we're fine here. Everything's going fine for us right here. But he didn't. He got up and moved. And I'm asking you to do something really brave. Get up and move. It sounds easy, but it's actually a bit harder than you think. To separate yourself from everybody else and say, I'm just going to do this. Purpose should drive you, call you, push you, cajole you. It's going to ask you, require of you to move. That's why I love purpose. Let's keep going. Let me do one more scripture here. Let me do one more scripture in Acts chapter 17. Then I'm going to get out your way. In fact, I don't have the verse. Acts 17. Let me go get myself so I can find the verse. Acts 17. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Acts 17. This is Paul in Athens. And if we dive down to... Verse 25, Paul is speaking to these people in Athens and he's telling them about the, the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no reference, they don't have any references whatsoever. But he's speaking to the nation in verse 26 actually, verse 26. He's speaking to them and he's telling them that we are many nations but God has put us in place. Yes. Could you just read that for me, verse 26? And has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. In all the earth is made many, many nations, lots of nations, all different, all different times, speaking all kind of languages. But what did he also say? And has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. The Lord is the ones that created where they are and how they are with where they are. He has determined the time and the place. He's the one who put this into place. Meaning you are, right now, have everything you need. 
because he put you here. So if he's put a purpose in you, he knows that you're there and he knows what you have and he knows what time it is, right? So your purpose, you don't need anything else but your in, what is inside you right now. You just gotta get up and move. Let's keep reading that. And has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. Yes. And has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Time and place is determined the time and place. That they should seek the Lord. So what do you I do with my, with my time and place? I'm going to start seeking, looking for it, finding it. My purpose in Christ, I'm looking for him. You can translate this to purpose for whatever you're doing. And you need to go about looking for the thing you're trying to do. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Let's keep going. That they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel... You do this just so that you... Sorry, I'm going to go ahead of you there. Happily you might... Feel after him. And so he's doing all this... So that happily you might just get the thing you're going after. Like you, you are doing all this work to maybe get the chance to fulfill your purpose. Go to, ver, the, go to the next verse. Verse 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. We have everything in us because we are living in him. We are moving in him. And we have our being and our purpose in him. So what do I say about wanting to find your purpose in Christ Jesus? Get in his presence. It's in him we live. It's in him we move. It's in him I have my being and my purpose and my identity. When I look to him, I find my purpose. When I look to him, I find my identity. Look what he also said. Keep going in verse that verse. For in him we live and we move and we have... Our being as certain also of your own poets have said. You know, you know what he's saying here? He said, I've read your inscriptions. I've read your writings. This is Greece, remember. This is Athens. This is the, the kind of cradle of civilization and what they know of philosophy. And he said, I've read your stuff. And he says, your stuff is, you think it's talking about your wisdom. It's really talking about the wisdom of God. And I said, I found in your, in your this particular verse here is actually a piece of poetry. In him we live and move and have our being. I don't know if you've ever heard a song. It's not quite, it's not for Christ. But you hear a piece of it and you say, man, that's an encouraging sentence. You say, oh, that's useful. That's what this is. Paul's basically telling them, I found something in your, your things that is useful for your life in Christ. That in him, the eternal one, Yahweh, Jesus, Jehovah, we live and we move and we have our being. I'm telling you right now, your purpose doesn't require a particular type of age. You can start any moment. It's in you right now. As soon as you have your purpose, you get to moving. Don't wait. Don't look for confirmation. Don't look at people's faces. Don't look for people to agree. They may or may not. But what is true, what is real, is that the purpose that the Lord puts in you, he saw it before you were born. He saw it before you were, were conceived. He saw it before you made your first move. And if he saw it, I'm believing his vision rather than my own. May the Lord add a blessing to the word.